Hi there. This is Dee Dee Doak, editor of Recruiter Magazine, and today on our Recruiter Reveals All Paul podcast, we are going to be speaking with Michael Barrington Hibbert, the founder and managing partner of executive search firm Barrington Hibbert. Now, we're also going to be talking with Michael, not only about executive search, but about an amazing initiative that he has created, along with a few partners, to expand the presence of young black people across many of the UK's top industries. But first, we're going to have a little fun. Michael, I've got a few little quick-fire questions for you. Let's see if we can go through these in 60 seconds. I'll do my best. (laughs) Right, here we go. Michael, what has been your favorite takeout food during lockdown? (laughs) Fish and chips, Dee Dee, fish and chips. Excellent choice. What do you think of as the lockdown theme song? Sweet Caroline. (laughs) And the first thing you'll do when lockdown version 2.0 is over? I will go to my favorite restaurant in London called Goodman's Steakhouse. Mmm, sounds great. What's your favorite overseas holiday destination? Um, It's a small island called Crete. I like to go there with my family during the summer. It's a... Very, very uh, special place to us. Gorgeous. And describe yourself in two words. <laughs> Fun um, and engaging. Those, those are two very good uh, objectives, but I, I, I struggle on that. Sorry, Dee Dee. <laughs> no, that, that's great. And I'd have to agree with you on that, Michael. Well, now let's get down to some serious stuff. You and a few um, associates have started an initiative to increase the presence of young black people across some of the U.K.'s top industries, banking, finance, and so forth. Tell us a little bit about this initiative. Wonderful. Well, look, first and foremost, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's um, an absolute pleasure. Um, I can tick this off my bucket list of being interviewed by Didi, so it's a, it's a massive <laughs> honor. Um, so in terms of, of the initiative, I've been very fortunate. Um, my, my co-founders um, on 100 black interns and subsequently 10,000 black interns um, is Jonathan Sorrell, um, who is the president of Capstone Advisory, um, Wal Collard, who is the managing partner of Livingbridge, and Dowd Cowett Conate, um, who is the CEO of Reddington. Um, what basically happened, DD, is maybe three or four months ago, Jonathan um, grabbed us all into a room, um, virtually that is, um, and really wanted to pull something together which could potentially change the lives of 
underrepresented black students in the UK. Now, to give you some context, Jonathan's white, and he's a, been a fantastic ally. Um, myself, Dowd, and Wall are, are black. So 100 Black Interns was, was born. Um, the initiative was really to focus on securing 100 paid internships across investment management into revenue-generating roles. And the reason we decided to, to put it into revenue-generating roles, DB, is that within the City of London, um, out of thousands and thousands of portfolio managers, we've only been able to see 14 black portfolio managers out of thousands running money. So what this initiative was, to, was really to encourage greater diversity in roles where there's clearly um, underrepresentation. Now, there are many sleepless nights. Um, we weren't sure whether we'll be able to allocate the 400 firms to sign up, um, but we have been overwhelmed, Didi, overwhelmed by the response and support of the investment management industry. We, we're delighted to confirm that we had over 200 firms um, sign up to take um, uh, an intern to start with them in June of next, June, July of next year. 200 firms. Wow. That, that's really a terrific achievement. Well, look, Didi, I think it, it's one where we, we were overwhelmed. I, I mentioned that before. And what um, ultimately happened with, with this initiative, the, the, the program's open to um, any black um, university students, whether they, they, they graduated latest in 2019 or actively um, in university now, open across the UK. Um, one of the things that we really wanted to do, Didi, is make sure that this was as inclusive as possible. So part of our team have been really focusing on working with London Met University, Middlesex, Coventry, Essex, and, and universities across the country to be able to, to give people the opportunity to experience a career in the city. So we've been overwhelmed. I think we've had close to 2,000 applications across the United Kingdom um, from Russell Group universities, from top 30 universities, to, to students who have arts degrees, history degrees. This program is more about education. It's more about creating um, uh, awareness of various different um, uh, careers that can be achieved in, in the city. Um, one thing that I do want to stress, D.B., is that you know, we were blown away by the investment management industry. But Didi, we were blown away by the overall response of, of the UK. Uh, and what I mean by that, we had calls from investment banks calling Dowd, Jonathan, and Wald and saying, well, why can't we be involved? We want to get involved this in, in this initiative. We then had technology companies. We had my competitors in executive search calling us and saying, look, we want to open up this industry. So again, Jonathan, as he does, he pulled us all to, into a room and said, look, guys, you know, I, I, think we can, I think we can expand this. I think we can go bigger. 
You know, we've got the support of various different vertical industries who are keen to get involved in this initiative. Um, and that's how 10,000 black interns uh, was born. Um, so to give you some context on that, the, the plan is that we want to have 10,000 paid black internships over f the next five years. And we've been absolutely thrilled to have, um, I think it's 23 um, different industries get involved and commit to taking um, interns on across technology, across banking, um, across accountancy. We've got some of the leading um, FTSE 100 companies on board, but also we've got some fantastic smaller organizations who are wanting to get involved and supporting this incredible initiative. So it's about social change. And as I said before, the support that we've received across firms across the United Kingdom has been, has been absolutely overwhelming. That is so exciting to hear, Michael. Uh, that's just an amazing, amazing turnout, both from applicants and from the employers. Now, what kind of criteria will be used to uh, match up these eager, ambitious students with the employers? Great question, Dee Dee. Great question. Thank you for asking the question. So um, let me just take one step back. So with 10,000 black interns, we're, we're currently looking for a CEO. Um, the search is being run by my former organization, Odgers Burnson. We are also in the process of looking for trustees. So if any of your listeners to this wonderful podcast are interested, please go to 10,000 Black Interns or contact Odgers Burnson directly in order to show your interest on this. Now, 10,000 Black Interns doesn't officially take its first intern until 2022. So we're very much in the process of building up the infrastructure um, around that. So in terms of the criteria, I'll just talk to you about 100 Black Interns in the first instance. Yes. What, what this opportunity is, Dee Dee, is about creating um, opportunities. So um, the only piece that we do um, as part of 100 Black Interns is make sure they, they hit the criteria. And the criteria is that um, they've either graduated no later than 2019, um, or they're in full-time education um, um, based at a UK university okay so once they we, we review that um our deadline for their application is actually in a couple of days time so there, there's no clear um criteria in terms of how we match to organizations what the organizations have recognized is that they are making a commitment to hire one intern out of the the 10 potentially that we we share with them we encourage all of our participating firms is to incorporate their respective recruitment processes in order to select um, the prospective candidates. But I think what's really important to address, both from an applicant standpoint, but also from a participating firm's perspective too, is that my colleague Dawid um, is a passionate trainer. Um, and he spent a significant amount of time with myself, with Wal, with David, and other volunteers 
um, to develop workshops with the applicants to make sure that they're set for success. So Dawid always uses the phrase of preparing to climb Kilimanjaro. So some of the workshops that we've done is talking about being authentic, CV writing workshops, how to interview, how to be your authentic self when interviewing. But likewise, DD, we've spent the same sort of investment with our participating firms. They want to know how they can get the very best out of these applicants um, through the interview process. So again, it, it's really been one where the goodwill from firms has absolutely been there. And remember, this program isn't necessarily about the firms deciding to hire um, the interns permanently after the, their, their internship. This is more of a case of opening up the city to those who potentially may never have had the opportunity to work for a Goldman Sachs or um, a leading BlackRock, for example. So this is more of an educational program more than anything else, as opposed to firms looking to hire their next portfolio manager. Michael, you had an illustrious academic career at the university. Uh, you went to Binghamton University, which is part of the State University of New York system, and you began your professional career at Morgan Stanley in New York, I believe. Uh, tell us, what kind of a difference would a program like this one have made to you and to your friends? Well, thank you. Thank you, Dee. I'll, I'll slightly correct you. I, I'm not sure it was too illustrious because I'm sure um, not many of your listeners would have heard of the State University of Binghamton, but thank you very much for your <laughs> question. Um, look, I, 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 I believe an initiative like this 20 years ago, um, golly, that's a long time, um, would have been transformational. It really would have been transformational. But I don't want to talk about me. I'm really keen to talk about the, 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 the kids who are applying to this program because one of the things that I've really taken away from this, um, DD, is that the, the, the applicants that we are meeting and speaking to via the workshops and various other initiatives that Bowie and Wall and Jonathan have been organizing is that they, they would have beat me hands down 20, 25 years ago. Um, you know, there, there's such um, abundance of talent in the United Kingdom. And what this program is about is about giving people the opportunity, DD. You know, the, the objective of this program isn't necessarily for these interns to be given a job um, at the end of their internship. It's purely being able to give them access to working in the city, um, working at a Goldman Sachs asset management or an Evercore, um, and realizing that there's such a plethora of different careers available in the city. Because what we've been really impressed with, Dee is that we've got applications from all over the United Kingdom. You know, students who, um, and what's been really powerful, Dowid explained to me a couple of days ago, Dowid um, is the, the founder of Reddington, said that he received a note from a student who 
um, didn't have the confidence to apply to programs, to internships, because they didn't go to a Russell Group University. They didn't know what banking or financial services was. They didn't necessarily have, they came from a social economic environment where they couldn't afford to do an internship for free. So again, with this program, it's about being able to you know, give students like this an opportunity to gain confidence, gain skill sets, go through a process where they're learning. And as I mentioned before, we've had 2,000 applications. Um, and we may get 250 people offered roles uh, in terms of internships. Um, we have to give a massive recognition to the support that the participating firms have offered for this incredible initiative. They've committed to provide feedback to every single applicant that they receive. So whether they're interviewed or whether or not they're not, they're going to receive something tangible to work from. And again, for those who don't get in, they've taken something from this initiative in terms of workshops where they're learning about modeling, they're learning about the industry and the difference between investment management, private equity, wealth management. They, the 1,700 um, applicants who don't get an internship would get something from this process. So for me, 20 odd years ago, um, you know, I, I might just scrape through because again, the caliber of applicants that we've come across the have been absolutely um, incredible, but we couldn't do this without the support of the participating firms as well. They've been absolutely incredible. Wow. Again, Michael, this is so impressive and so exciting. I can't wait to hear updates on, on how this is going. Now, before we sign off, tell us again, what is that website address uh, that people who are interested in being involved can visit and uh, find out what they can do? Dee, Dee thank you very much for that plug. Um, so we would encourage anyone who wants to get involved, whether it's um, coaching, mentoring, support, um, to go to 10,000blackinterns.com. Um, you can register your interest. So whether it's a case of you want to offer some pro bono coaching or web design or anything along those lines, please, please, please go to the website. It truly is an exceptional initiative and we'll be delighted to, um, to partner with anyone who's actively keen to get involved in this program. Michael, thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, to our listeners, thank you for joining us. I'm Dee Dee Doak, editor, Recruiter Magazine. We'll talk with you next time.